they have to build, integrate the blockchain into their system. So every domestic worker will have their own digital ID on the blockchain that no one can modify and change this record. Bringing the technology behind Bitcoin to the informal labor sector in Vietnam. Today on In Asia from the Asia Foundation. I'm John Rieger. And I'm Tracy Yang. Vietnam has one of the most dynamic economies in Asia and a rapidly growing middle class. And that has meant, among other things, soaring demand for domestic workers. That's a good thing. It eases the burden of unpaid housework that has long been borne unequally by women. But it brings with it problems of its own, notably an influx of new workers from the countryside who lack the preparation and the documentation to enter the formal economy, putting them at risk of exploitation and abuse. Now the Asia Foundation is working with local partners in Vietnam to bring these informal domestic workers into the formal economy. Using blockchain, a technology behind cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, they can put an indelible encrypted record of your work history and identity right on your smartphone. And if that's a lot for one sentence, here are the foundations Nguyen Thi Nok Ang and Trang Giang Ling to explain the project to us in more detail. Ang and Ling, welcome to In Asia. Thank you. Yeah, hi, John and uh, Tracy. So it's interesting. There are so many possible indicators of economic development. And Vietnam right now is experiencing surging demand for housekeepers. Why is that? Because of urbanizations and economic development, so many households now, the uh, women, very busy with professional career. So um, there's a great demand for those who can help them in taking care of the domestic work and caring for the children. At the same time, there's a lot of women workers, migrants to the big city, and the domestic work is one of the, the options for them. So there's a boom in domestic workers. Who are the people who are taking these jobs? Uh, yes, um, the domestic work is mainly performed by women who come from the nearby provinces. So migrant female workers yes. from outside the city. Outside the city. Most of them just finished high school education level. So how does someone under these circumstances uh, who has just migrated to the city typically connect with a potential employer? How do they find employment? Most of them find job in the city through the informal channels. Informal channels. Yeah, like uh, friends relatives who have already found jobs. So it's quite in, it's quite informal. It's really based on well, who you know if you have relatives or if you know someone in the city. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I am a woman from the countryside looking for a better life and I come to the city to find work. What challenges am I going to encounter in the urban economy? Because most of our migrant workers is like a, just a low education level, just finished high school. Firstly, it's like qualifications. Most of our migrant workers have low skills. The second thing that when I go to the big city, the challenges of uh, accessing the social protection scheme. So you have to have documents to access social services. Yes. For example, like school for the children, financial services, healthcare also. So let's turn to the very interesting technology in the story. Uh, Vietnam has high rates of mobile and internet adoption, and that has been one obvious way to pull these informal workers into the organized economy, right? Yes, even in the rural areas, uh, the number of the people having access to internet increased, and even the low-income family, two and three family members have smartphones. 
so let's say example of Zufiet is our partner in our blockchain project. Zufiet. So Zufiet is actually a startup similar to like Uber. It's like an Uber, but for domestic work. Yeah. But that still leaves the problem of documentation. If you come from the countryside, you need some way to prove to an employer who you are and what kind of training you have, or to verify your employment history so you can open a bank account or get a loan. And this is where blockchain comes in. It's essentially an encrypted digital ledger that can accumulate this kind of information and connect it unalterably to you. So, how does a domestic worker in your project use this technology? If you are recruited into the Zufia company, you will receive a series of trainings like the cleaning skill and、uh, the how to protect from、uh, sexual harassment. We also provide the trainings on、um, labor rights. If they pass on the trainings, these training certificate will be recorded onto their digital ID on the blockchain, and、uh, they will start. Working as a domestic worker at Tupia,、uh, so the the app will match you based on your location to the nearby household. So Zupiat is a placement agency for domestic workers. Correct, yeah, so correct. So they sound like a like a gig work company, but working with you and another technology company, they have added blockchain technology. To help verify the credentials of their workers, with、uh, the technical support from the Vietnam Blockchain Corporation, we have Zupiat integrate the blockchain into their system to keep the record of any transaction relating to the domestic work, like their performance, their identity. Their training certificate and、uh, employment and、uh, payroll history. So every domestic worker will have their own digital ID on the blockchain that no one can modify and change this record. So a poor rural woman from out of town can use this technology to say who she is, what she's accomplished, and she can show that to a prospective employer and negotiate with them on a more equal level. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and even now, worker of Sufia with the help of blockchain, their salary is already increased、uh, according to their experience and work performance. Now the customer have a choice to select the lady with the ten year experience in、uh, providing domestic work. They have to pay more for the ten year experience compared to the five year experience worker. Well, why couldn't these workers just carry those documents with them? In paper, it can be lost, damaged, but with the digital ID stored on blockchain, it's immutable, and they can carry this digital ID to show with other employer in the future. Can I ask,、um, why do you think NGOs and the third-party app have to address this issue?、Um, is there anything the state can do to help bridge this gap? For migrant workers, in fact, in our country now, the state is just starting to、uh, digitize citizens' identity. And later on, we hope that when the ecosystem is in place, the workers can use this digital information to access other services. So, do you think the state is looking at your pilot project and as a kind of a test bed for the digitization? This is what we want. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the 2020, the prime minister had a list of different new technology to be encouraged, 
and in that list, the blockchain was there. Financial service, banking, education, but not yet uh, mentioned anything about the labor. So blockchain in labor sector is very new. So after you've wrapped up this pilot, what's the next step in pushing more of this technology into social good? In the future, if we have a funding opportunity, uh, we can also uh, replicate this uh, model into uh, supporting the overseas migrant worker, especially in uh, storing all their training and experience working abroad. And the second application, we are thinking of using blockchain in uh, financial inclusion, financial services for the low income. The Asia Foundation's Nguyen Thi Nok Ang and Tran Yang Ling, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much, uh, John Richards and Tracy Yang. I'm very happy to share this project with you. That's our show for this week. This very cool pilot project is called Blockchain Solutions to Address Worker Rights Challenges. And Ong has written about it in greater detail in this week's In Asia blog. And don't forget to burnish your own escutcheon by becoming a subscriber to our podcast. We have unlimited seating. Until next time, I'm Tracy Young. And I'm John Rieger. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.